Hi there, my name is Grant Anderson, and I want to welcome you to the Don't Hug a Mad Raccoon podcast. Along with my friends Phil and Seth, we're super excited to kick things off today with our very first episode. In this episode, we're going to be introducing who we are and then kind of diving into what in the world Don't Hug a Mad Raccoon even means. And then we're also going to talk a little bit about why we like Des Moines. Um, we're going to talk about the city that we currently live in, some things we enjoy about the city, and then end our time just giving a little bit of life advice that is kind of currently on our minds. We hope that you guys enjoy this first episode. Make sure to subscribe and follow us along as we continue this journey of Don't Hug a Mad Raccoon podcast. All right, so episode one, welcome everybody joining us. We're excited to have you here. Hello. What's up? We're going to kick this right off since it is the first episode, allowing you, the listener, uh, to get to know us a little bit better. So we're going to go around the table. Um, There's three of us here, and we're going to just give a quick, quick rundown of who we are. So Seth, we'll, we'll kick it off with you. My name is Seth Hale. Hey, Seth Hale. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be on the podcast. Um... I grew up in Iowa, in Indianola specifically, just south of Des Moines. I am a PR communications specialist right now um, with a desire to be a graphic designer uh, full-time in the future. And um, I've got a wife. We've been married for three years. We have a dog named Jet. He's a golden retriever. And we live in Valley Junction in West Des Moines right now. Valley Junction, popping place. It is. It's actually, it is, it is a cool little spot. It's nice. It's beautiful. For the record, it's fun. Jed is my favorite dog of all time. He's a good dog, man. He's, He's a super good dog. He, yeah, he may be the best dog of all time. Yeah, so. big fan of Jed. How about you, Phil? What's your, what's your story? What's up, guys? I'm Phil. I'm also an Iowa native. I grew up just north of Des Moines, just the greatest city on earth, Ankeny, Iowa. <laughs> um... <laughs> Just the greatest city, and anybody who says otherwise doesn't like us just because we beat them in football, yeah. a.k.a. anybody from Indianola sitting across the table from me right now. Or if you're like me and you're from Minnesota, you're like, who the yeah, cares, you know? Matter. Yeah, I respect that, being from Minnesota, but yeah, don't come at me. About <laughs> uh, yeah, so grew up in Ankeny. I have uh, two brothers. Greg, and I know he's listening, so shout out young Steve, a.k.a. Little Chancho. The young god. The young god. Uh, yeah, so that's my little brother, Steven. I have a wife and a cat named Leonard, a.k.a. Leo, a.k.a. Fatboy Leonard, a.k.a. Cat Leonard, mm. um, an orange tabby, 15 pounds. He's not overweight. Don't talk to me about it. He's <laughs> just a little... That is a large cat. Yeah, but... He wears it well, I would say. So I would agree. Um, but yeah, that's all about me. Big fan of the Phoenix Suns, but we'll get. We're, into we're that. gonna hear about that. Yeah. More than we want to, I'm yeah. sure. So shout what do you, what do, you do? Booker. Oh yeah, um, I went to school for finance and real estate, and I do that. So I work um, for a company in Des Moines doing um, basically real estate acquisitions. I'm an analyst, so I'm on the come up. I will say. Okay. <laughs> On the come up. Nice. Respect. 
All right. Well, yeah, I, I'm Grant, Grant Anderson. Grew up in Minnesota, like I alluded to just a second ago. A proud native of Minnesota. Okay. Um, Andover, Minnesota. Grew up with two biological brothers, and then when I was eight months from getting married, I my family adopted two boys from Columbia. So I am now a one of five boys in the family, which... That's a little wild. Oldest? I'm the, I'm the oldest. Oh, um, also the oldest. I don't know if we've talked let's about Let's go. That. A couple of yeah, we, alpha dogs A couple here. of alphas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that. moved down to, to Des Moines, Iowa to plant a church three years ago. A little over three years ago. Revision Church. Shout out Revision Church. Um, and that's where I met these two guys. Um, I have a wife, Kiana, and a six-month-old baby, Maisie, they're the best. They're 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 awesome. Uh, fun fact about Minnesota, they say duck duck goose wrong. <laughs> For anybody that's not from Minnesota, you would think it's duck duck goose. What is it in Minnesota? The people need to know. It's it's what it actually is. It's duck duck gray duck, and I have proof that this we're right wrong. because it's it originated from Sweden, and people in Sweden call it anka anka. Gra Anka, I think is what they call it, which translates literally to duck, duck, gray duck. And so the entire United States is wrong except for Minnesota. Yeah, 49 states are wrong. And yeah. to be, if I'm wrong. being, if I'm being like, yeah, it's true. We've had this argument, by the way, we've had this argument before. That's why he doesn't just know that it's Swedish off the dome. Like he's researched mm, this before. That's a good call. Like, this is a this is research a thing. or not, it doesn't make a difference. I just want, it's I the, want right the people answer. to know that 49 yeah. states are being Let's, represented until I, I, this wrong. is getting a little overblown. Like, I don't sit here talking about how duck, duck, gray duck is the right way, to, the right yeah. thing to call it. Like, if I'm not really it. that passionate about this topic. Phil just is trying to I poke am. some fun at me in the same way that America doesn't know what scotcheroos are. <laughs> just a couple special K bars. <laughs> I'm going to throw yeah. something at you. Okay. <laughs> we should move on. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Uh, so I, I actually went to, to school as an elementary education uh, student, and I'm doing nothing with that today. So Phil is pursuing his dreams and doing what he actually studied. I, however, am, am a worship pastor at a church doing nothing that has to do with elementary education. So To be fair, I'd be a worship pastor too. I just know, know how to play guitar, can't sing. I'm more of a rapper and a dancer, so hype man. <laughs> also, I can't rap or dance, so. Oh. <laughs> um, but anyways, let's move this right along and, and talk about um, kind of how we got to know each other. Why are we doing a podcast? And uh, let's let the listener in on on a little bit of that. Sure. I mean, uh, so a little backstory. I met Seth in college. I went to UNI. Shout out Panthers. Also, once again, shout out Phoenix Suns. Um, so I met Seth at UNI while I was in school. So I met him there, and we've just kind of been homies ever since. Um, and then recently moved back to Des Moines. Seth and I started going to Revision, where Grant is the worship pastor. So that's how I met Grant. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of how we met each other. I don't know if somebody else wants to talk about the Well, and then, I mean, yeah. yeah, you guys showed up at Revision seven months ago, probably, something like that. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of hit it off right away, and and we would like get coffee with each other individually, and just like hang out, and like, I mean, we would hang out with our wives and our you know 
altogether. No, right. but real um, bros get coffee and talk. But we, yeah. but we were like having all these separate conversations with each other, like getting coffee with each other, and we were just kind of like, dude, we should just have these same conversations together and make a podcast out of it exactly. because yeah. it'd be fun and hopefully we could teach. Not teach. I don't. I mean, maybe yeah, maybe we will teach people majors, something. You're but, the elementary but, ed major. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not teaching nobody. But hopefully not. we can, uh, you know, share a little life, life, some life stories, and inspire some people on the way. And and that leads us to, I think, why the heck are we calling this thing "Don't Hug a Mad Raccoon"? I don't know, dude. Why are we naming it that? You know, I, has somebody had a bad experience <laughs> with a mad raccoon? Well, it's just dumb advice. I mean, nobody's going to hug a regular raccoon. True. So. Uh, I'm kidding. I would, yeah. I would no, they're vicious. Yeah. Whether, they're, whether they're calm or not, I think they just carry like a, a viciousness about them. But it's practical advice, right? Mm-hmm. Well, re- yeah, really, it just was like we, we were meeting one morning for coffee and I was on my way and I, the idea popped into my head. I was like, eh, it's kind of a catchy name. People will remember it. And really, at the end of the day, it's like, hey, this is some pretty dumb advice mm-hmm. but at, but we want to we want to hopefully share life stories that will encourage encourage people out there but at the same time we're not taking ourselves too seriously right right yeah yeah i mean if if you listen to this podcast and we say hey don't hug a mad raccoon and you didn't know that then this is going to be really helpful to you but we <laughs> just assume most people know not to hug a mad raccoon <laughs> so maybe a lot of our advice you're kind of like yeah i already knew that but like to us this is what we talk about, and this is what we're learning, and we're just going to put it in front of you guys. I mean, PSA here, if you are in a crisis situation and you came to this podcast for practical advice... Call like, the fire department. Yeah, if, if you're <laughs> if you're on the hunt for some real-life information right now, this is not it. Call the cops. Or give us a try, and yeah, maybe it whatever, will be, yeah. but we're not promising late, anything. Might be a little late. I do want to just preface, like, there's a lot of truth to that, but at the same time, like... We we kind of have this background and perspective of of coming at things through the lens of what we believe and mm-hmm. and acknowledging our own faith as we discuss things. And so there might be some things that you know hopefully the listener can come away thinking, oh man, that was good. That yeah. was that was that was nice. And I appreciated that. If you can put yourselves in our shoes, Grant's on stage every weekend, like kind of doing this in front of people. Me and Seth are like. You know, a lot of our life experiences and stuff like that, we don't, like, really talk about it in front of people. So we, we kind of, I feel like, feel like a inclination to be like, oh, don't listen to us. We don't know what we're talking about. But we're just hoping to have fun and just talk about what we talk about. And mm-hmm. so... I think that's what makes it compelling, though. Yeah, is like exactly. Being able to tune into a podcast where guys are just like, hey, yeah, this is life. Yeah. I'm not pretending to know all this or all that. It's just, right. it's just me sharing what's on my heart right now. Yeah. And I, I think that can be really valuable. Sometimes on your heart, it's just don't hug a mad raccoon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. This this was a question that just came to my mind since I'm the, the moderator Moderate. of this whole thing. And this is the first episode of Don't Hug a Mad Raccoon, if you're just tuning in. And uh, so first things first, what is a cool thing about Des Moines that you like? We'll, we'll roll with that. I think that's a good... Good I'll let point. you go first. We'll let that flow the conversation today. Okay. Actually, well, maybe you should back clean up. I feel like you'd have better stuff. I mean, go ahead. Because I'm going to go with like a... You live downtown. You started yeah. off. Yeah. Zombie burger. What? Are you a fan? 
I mean, um, yeah. It's just, it's cool. I think it's cool. Like, in like 2010, dude. What? I know, but I I don't care, man. I still go in there today, and I'm like, oh, there's zombies everywhere. And the names are so funny and like scary. <laughs> I love that. I think that's so cool. Is the food good? Yeah. Have I you mean, ever been? Okay. Yeah, another In like high school. Another quick fact about me, allergic to gluten. That mm-hmm. will be a recurring theme in this podcast. I get made fun of for it all the time. Mm-hmm. The other day you said you were <laughs> allergic to celiac. <laughs> <laughs> so it is made up after all. <laughs> I don't fully understand my disease. <laughs> uh, no, so, yeah, I mean, I can't really eat burgers. If I eat burgers, I have to get them without the bun or a gluten-free bun, which is just crumbly and not good. And on which? And on which. So you go to Zombie Burger to look at the zombies on the Yeah, wall? and I get, like, cheese fries. But I love their Nutella milkshake, Nutella and... Marshmallow milkshake. Okay. And I just think it's a cool vibe. All right. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. So I think that's cool. Um, that's kind of a cheesy one. You know what I mean? Like, no pun intended. I like cheese fries. Okay. It's cheesy. Yeah, okay. But, like, is that my favorite spot in the morning? No. But it needs to be noted. Okay. That was one of the things that was recommended to me when I moved to Des Moines was Zombie Burger and Tasty Tacos. Those were the two places where people were like, you got to go. Both are, are like solid suggestions. Iowa places. I mean, like... Love it or hate it, it's like you got to try it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's just like a That's thing fair. that you have to do at least once. Yeah, most people do it in high school. I still go sometimes. <laughs> I also never graduated high school. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's, there's some truth to that, I think. It's okay, fair. All right, now give us somewhere that's like, well, maybe even, even more though. like a better way to phrase the question would be like, what makes Des Moines special? Because you know, coming from Minnesota, you have, I don't know, everybody, when they hear Iowa, they're like, yeah, cornfields and insurance. It's boring. <laughs> yeah. But nobody, like, Des Moines is a cool city, and it I is. think I think people need to know that. Wow. Coming yeah. from the Twin Cities. Yeah, South. I mean, I, I'm warming That's up sick. to it. I'm warming up to it. It's good. A good. It's a good city. Des Moines is a good city. Yeah. Iowa, I can't necessarily speak on the whole state. Iowa's awesome, but you're not from here. I don't expect you to like it as much. I, I get yeah. that. If you're not from here, I could see how... Most of the state's probably not that appealing, but I think it is. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a really good question. I mean, I haven't done – I went to school in the cities, Twin Cities, for a year, and I've been to Chicago. I've been to L.A. Um, you know, I've done my fair share of traveling, but I, I haven't stayed in a single place for too long, so I guess – I just have a perspective of what other cities are, are maybe like, um, but specifically about Des Moines. I mean, I found that the the art community, I mean, the culinary community, um, just the creative community in, in general, I think, is, is pretty big, and it's all super unique to the city. I mean, aside from Starbucks, I don't think, and Panera, I guess, I don't think there's McDonald's. any any uh, chain restaurants downtown. Oh, I Like, as, as far as, like, sit-down yeah, quality right. restaurants, there's no... I mean, you're not going to find an Applebee's. You're not going to find... There's not Chipotle down there. Yeah, like, yeah. all those places that you find in other big cities. Right. They so, don't have storefronts. Which I think up. is super unique. But like I said, I haven't been to... Potbelly. Is that a chain? There's, yeah, yeah okay. that's downtown. But, so, I, I mean, mean, it's like a big city chain. But Potbelly's right? top five restaurant in the world, so... I don't know if okay. there's a Potbelly anywhere else in Iowa besides... There's one in West Des Moines. Okay. And well, I mean, besides the Des Moines area. I don't know if there's, there's one, one in Iowa. Ames hmm. I was on Iowa State. I'm saying like Cedar Rapids, 
quad cities. I don't think there is because that was when because that all the all of the potbellies are new, and that was one of the restaurants when we moved down here that we were like, mm-hmm. oh, I crave potbelly. Yeah. I wish that they had it. Yeah, but yeah. Well, I mean, still, I mean, it, it, that's the most chainy that we get is potbelly. That's I true. Think that's yeah, pretty, for sure. Uh, I think you're right on that. It's it's a unique, it's it's just a it's I think it's a young city too. Like a lot of young, younger entrepreneur, like entrepreneurs, and yeah, um, that's a part of the growth of Des Moines is yeah. a lot of these younger businesses that are thriving and doing really well. Um, yeah. And so that just creates a cool, I think, downtown vibe probably. Um, but West Des Moines is cool too. And I mean, we live out in West Des Moines and super nice. There's everything you need yeah. right by you. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of count it all as one. I mean, I live in five blocks into West Des Moines, but I, I mean, West Des Moines, Des Moines, Ankeny, right. yeah. Southeast, or uh, Altoona area, you know, it's, it kind of all falls under the same umbrella, but yeah, I mean, people are nice. There's plenty of things to, to do. I mean, out of towners maybe say there's not, but I, it depends on what you're trying to get into, I guess. Right, I mean, right. we don't have any professional sports teams. We don't have anything. But I Iowa mean, Wolves. Iowa Wolves. Iowa Cubs. We Iowa, got, like, the little Iowa brothers Wild. of the big, big city teams. Yeah, Iowa Barnstormers. Yeah. I'm going to just throw it out there and say that that doesn't, that doesn't count. <laughs> Sorry. What doesn't count? The Cubs and the Wolves. The farm system teams. Yeah, uh, I mean... Ask the Chicago Cubs about Here's that. the thing, though, man. It's kind of it's kind of sick because, like, I remember growing up, like, so Chris Bryant, who plays for the Cubbies, it's like a big deal. Like, Bryant, he hits AAA, you know? Sure. Right. Like, I agree. I mean, that's guys, and they're like that's hyped. true. They're hyped when they mm-hmm. get to Des Moines. So to it's me, like it's just like a. Do you really care about whether that team like wins no, 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 a championship yeah, there's or anything? Not you don't necessarily pride in it, but it's yeah. like you're still like you get to be a part of like. Not Minneapolis necessarily, but you get mm-hmm. to be a part of like the. T Wolves, you know, or right. you get to be a part mm-hmm. of right. like there's a ton of Cubs yeah. fans in in Des Moines and just in Iowa in general because mm-hmm. like we touch all their players before they go. Not that's probably a thing that no, I don't I don't really. Yeah. I mean, at some level, yeah, they can. like Schwarber, it, Chris Bryant, like sold Bryant, out, yeah, Principal Park, like yeah. it's just like, yeah, I mean, I'm, back I don't in the day, Kerry Wood used to come through here. I and mean, it's like for rehab. I mean, how many people but. sit in that state? It's like five thousand. It's not a big. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a big space, so it's like you can kind of see them like ten rows back. You know, that's not hard to do. And uh, but he might only be there for a night, and then he gets called up. Yeah, I mean, sports are certainly not like the central focus of downtown Des Moines. But no, yeah, you're right. You're right in, in that sense. People yeah. are way yeah. more into yeah. college sports for in sure. Iowa. Yeah, and it's something to do. I mean, which is fine. The Iowa Cubs, Iowa Wolves, Iowa Wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and a nice night going to an Iowa Cubs game is just a nice, relaxing yeah. activity. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I've I, I've been telling people like culture wise and just like people wise. Des Moines is like a miniature Minneapolis. Like yeah. it's just a smaller, it's really a smaller Minneapolis because mm-hmm. the people are all still really nice. Cultures are very similar. Even the even the vibe like of downtown in, in a lot of ways is is got some similarities to it. It's smaller obviously, but it's it's there's some similarities there. So yeah, I like Des Moines. What's the uh, what's the like accessibility of downtown like compared to like Cities. Well, you the nice I mean? thing about the tw- the Twin Cities in Minneapolis specifically is the Skyway system is, and I, I think Des Moines has a little bit of that too. Yeah, um, but it's, it's not quite as. Is the whole thing connected? It's pretty darn close. Pretty close. So you can get from because the entire like downtown Minneapolis area is all connected via Skyway, which is Plus pretty crazy considering rail, right? how big it is. And there's the yeah. yep, there's the train and 
But I'm yeah, saying from like know. when you live in West Des Moines, like you can get to the heart of downtown in like 15 minutes. That, yeah, that's true. You know true. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if sure. that's like a benefit. That's another Moines. nice thing about mm-hmm. And the traffic getting, is way less. There's yeah. way less traffic. Mm-hmm. That's getting harder You can harder get harder, anywhere in Des Moines yeah. super easily. It's not It's yeah. not hard at all. That's something. That's nice. Yeah. Going to bigger cities, that's something that I enjoy about Because like I work downtown, mm-hmm. so it's like getting in and out of, I live downtown right now, but like mm-hmm. getting in and out of downtown is like, and even worst when there, case scenario is like 30 minutes. Even when there is traffic. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's not. It's like, oh, it's there was an accident. Bad. It took me 30 minutes to get into work. And it's like, uh, we just visited uh, family in Dallas. And it's like, yeah, we came in on like a Sunday night at like eight o'clock. And it took us like an hour and a half to get across like the city. You know, and it's just like, it's crazy. You know, on a Sunday night, like nothing was going on, you know, yeah. besides everything was going on. <laughs> but the Moines folks be sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Well, uh, since this is the first episode, and I think we're one of the one of the things we kind of want to keep in mind with these episodes is to keep them fairly short so that uh, we we keep listener engagement. And uh, the other thing is we want to ask a question at the end, since you can obviously tell we're pretty <laughs> just average dudes trying to give life advice here. Um, but the question we want to ask at the end of each episode, whether it's each one of us answering it or all of us is what's one piece of advice you have for the listener right now? So maybe we just go with if anyone has something that comes to mind. All right. I can go. All right. I'll just just make it happen. Um, my piece of advice would be that your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts, and that's not my advice. That's Craig Groeschel's advice, and he probably learned that from somebody else. But I listened to a sermon one time where that was the main focus. And for me, um, and I think a lot of people, uh, you can get kind of caught up in your thoughts. And learning to capture them and control them and supplement them with truth has been big for me. And I'm certainly not perfect at that, which is I was a little hesitant to share that advice because I feel like I haven't perfected it, which is kind of silly. And I'm learning also that. Um, life is more about direction and not perfection. Um, so yeah, I just say life is moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Um, if you can capture those thoughts, it's, it's much more beneficial to, uh, take the time to step back and and see the 10,000 foot view of those things and supplement them with, with truth and healthy, healthy things. Um, but you can't do it in a silo either. So it's nice to have I think friends in that environment too. That could be really related to even Mike's message from yesterday. The point where he said that we're fighting, we're not fighting for victory, we're mm-hmm. fighting from victory. Mm-hmm. And I think Mike, by the way, is the pastor of Revision Church, so we might reference him occasionally. Corn dog Mike, as, or, as or Seth likes Mike. to say. Corn dog Mike, bald Mike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will refer to refer to him as. Pastor Mike. Okay. He should be <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sorry. Shout out, Mike. Reverend Mike. Oh, snap. Respect. Um, but yeah, just like that idea of of living out of n- the knowledge that we've already, you know, we've already gotten hold of the victory, mm-hmm. and we're not. That's not what we're fighting for. But in life, we want to be moving in the direction, you know, as you said, of trying to daily better ourselves. And we can do that a lot easier if we can remember and remind ourselves that the victory has already been won 
and we're fighting from that victory. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and by controlling your thoughts, I, I'm still I'm not convinced that you can bend or uh, um, shape the f- the future necessarily. I I don't know. I'm trying to be careful with how I say it. It's more of like just guiding your mind and being. I don't know. Filling it with supplementing it with truth, filling it with truth. Um, it's not about trying to do more or make up for something. It's just about a good frame of mind and, and letting things yeah. go from there. So I was gonna say perspective. It's yeah. like I'm just because you're like, oh, like if I think about a million dollars all the time, my life is moving towards a million yeah. dollars. I don't think that's no, what you're getting at. No. Which, like, I mean, maybe. Maybe I should start thinking about a million dollars more. But um, I think it's kind of like when you feel, like, stressed and overwhelmed or, like, lost mm-hmm. and confused. Yeah. I think it's just more of a, a practice of perspectivizing your life, yeah. you know? And, like, we, we speak from a position of, like, having faith in God. So we try to perspectivize from that area. And then mm-hmm. we can step back and be like, how does this matter from, like, like you said, the 10,000 foot view, yeah. you know, and then operate from that perspective instead of being like, everything's going wrong, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, and just dialing in on that, yeah. you know, if you can change your thoughts to look from a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Clarification. Uh, no, and I'm, it's good to know that that makes sense, like you can yeah, see yeah. that, because yeah. I get a little long-winded sometimes trying to explain myself away, no, but it's uh, that point you blank. You get it on the head. Well, good work, fellas. Uh, that's a wrap on episode one, I think. We'll uh, be back next... No, not, not, not next week. We're trying to do this, what? Bi-weekly? Every other week? You'll hear from us. It's a vibe. So we'll be back. We're trying to feel it out. We'll be back shortly. Thanks for thanks for joining us for episode one of Don't Hug a Mad Raccoon. Do not. And subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and I think that's it. Alrighty, we'll catch you guys next time.